and welcome back to Dealing With Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. Yep, I'm Trish, and I'm the mom. And my name's Matt, and I am the son. Uh, mom, how are you doing this week? Well, um, Matt, can I just tell you, it's not my favorite week. I have a very similar <laughs> feeling about this most past. Yeah, I agree. It has now been uh, 13 weeks. That would be 91 days if you were counting. Yeah, since but who's counting? My husband yeah. and your father passed away. Yeah. And and it's a tough time. And if 13 weeks ago I thought it would be like this still, I, I don't know what I would have done. Right. But it, some weeks are better. We've had those two, and that's good. And then just this week was just a little dumpy. I know. Well, I my week started off kind of on that like had a bit of a more of a spring in my step this uh as it began i was like uh last week we talked about uh mindfulness and Mm -hmm. and really just being aware of of where we're allowing suffering and what we can sort of do about it and i was like okay i feel good about that Mm -hmm. and then i think tuesday or wednesday uh it was just one of those nights where i was tossing and turning a bunch and i I had a dream uh with dad in it and it was just uh you know it was weird because i it's like you know, I could see his face. I can hear his voice kind of a thing. And uh, it woke me up and it was just like blank, you know. Right. It just like cleared all of what I felt like was progress that I was making. I just kind of felt right. really down and just. Well, in your dream, then I take it he didn't come to you and snuggle you up. And he say, wasn't hey. saying, I'm so happy where I'm at. Right. No, it was weird. It was, you know, and I, I, I'm not an expert on dreams or anything. Sure. But it, yeah, he was still alive. He was still sick in the dream. And. I think he was, he had joined some sort of crazy like church or cult sort of a thing to they he said he was going to make him better and it yeah. was like it just really upset me in the dream sure. cause it was I mean in in waking real life we we dealt with that a little bit of dad um when he was right. uh, on his medications after hospice sort of came in he started feeling really good and he had convinced himself that that he he was did. cancer free and I mean I think a lot of it was he was on a lot of drugs sure. and a lot of stuff sure and you know, he was he was feeling better, and so when you're physically feeling better, your brain says, "I'm am, I am better." Yeah, and that was that was so hard for those of us who love him to not want to crush him. I would say that was probably one of the more heartbreaking things yeah. is of him saying, "Like I feel good. Like I want to see the doctor. I want them to run more tests right. and stuff." And just knowing, you know, it's like, "No, you're not better. You feel better, and I love that." But it, I almost wish you would acknowledge that this was. Uh, Short term, yeah, yeah. but you know, so that was hard, and so So that came back to you in the dream, reliving it again. That sort of uh, that feeling in the dream of just being like, "Oh no, I can't help him," and then this stuff. But so yeah, it really wiped me out this week, and I was just a lot. I was really tired, and uh, and I yeah, it was, and then I found it was harder for me to to keep my mind on these sort of mindful exercises of 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 awareness and and whatnot. I was kind of just like, no, I'm in the dumps, and uh, I'm just gonna be here for a while. Well. I'm there with you too. I know that both of us, I think last year or last year, maybe it felt it feels like that, but it was last week. Um, we're going to work on that, being mindful of how we were feeling and, you know, physically and emotionally when things start to get great or rough and you know, in an experimental way, uh, try to avoid those things that made this grief process and journey worse and yeah. try to replicate those things that made us feel better. And um, so for me, in, in, in trying to be mindful, I uh, found that 
if I'm physically tired or emotionally anxious, I am uh, more susceptible to being to suffer. And that makes that makes sense, you know, to me. And um, and I I I hear that 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 time of of our last months with your dad where he he was really not um, where the rest of us were trying. We were already grieving. We were already sad. We were already working hard to keep him. Yeah. And and trying to adjust for ourselves, knowing that we're going to have to keep going on. Right. But also having it be like, also have to sort of love him. Love, of course, love yeah. him. But also not get. It was hard when when I saw him all happy and feeling really good to not want to also believe that yeah. he yeah. was going to be there. It's yeah. like it was I don't know, really really rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So as I've you know I've been thinking about the the things I've been doing <clears throat> prior to or w- around. Um, around when I'm feeling extra sad and suffering, really. Yeah. And um, one of the things that surprised me um, this week, I, I went to a really, really, really good movie with some friends and saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it okay, yet. Okay, I'm, I'm he... recommending it. Yeah, cool. Um, about Freddie Mercury and, 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 and Queen. And the, the Live Aid performance yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, it's so, so, so good. Now, when I go to a movie and it's a chick flick and it's, you know, go with yeah. the girls and all that, I don't have a missing dad feeling your dad would have loved this movie totally and so my sad after the movie was i felt that there was nobody to talk to it it wasn't nobody to talk to about it was i couldn't talk to your dad what did you think of that part oh my goodness that sounded so good that sort of thing that reminds me of something real quick too that killed me uh when we were uh uh in the last couple months with dad as we were watching tv one time and i think there was a, a commercial for what was that movie? Mamma Mia 2, the second yes. one? Because he loves music. Yes. He loves songs and like yep. musicals and stuff. And I remember he looked at me, kind of had this smirk on his face of like, I might have to get up and go to a theater for that one. Yeah. And it um, and it just like, it hit me really hard because I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I would love to take you to a theater, but know. you know, I mean, it's just. Do you want me to sing some attitude? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah. But it was just like, uh, I know. I know. Uh, but you know exactly. But that that idea of sharing something that's really cool or like that you that, know that he, he would have been excited about and stuff. I, I know and that, what you mean. That threw me. It really threw me to just miss him over a specific event. Yeah. That that, that I didn't know. You know. Um, so I was feeling, and I, I it wasn't lonely. I'm not lonely, but I felt alone, and I the the difference to me is sort of. You recognize yourself as a single unit in this universe. I mean, we all are. Every human who walks, you know, you kind of come into this world alone and you are a, a unit by yourself and we yeah. make choices and relationships and stuff. But I felt alone. Like, he did, he's not here to talk to. Yeah. I hated that. I completely understand, Mom. That, yeah. And, so, the, and it's... And it's worse too when you get blindsided. It's like, oh, I'll go see a movie with my friends. And yeah. You walk out feeling like crap. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, what? Well, and I it it didn't. I didn't feel like crap immediately. Yeah. I felt like it just says the movie stuck with me. And if your dad and I had gone to that together, we would have had fun conversations. Yeah. So, um, so you know that kind of started things off with, okay, that was rough. Trying to be mindful of, you know. Okay, I just missed him because this is some an event we would have shared and enjoyed together. 
Um, so I go shopping, just probably the next day, needed to pick up a few things at a craft store. And up in the background comes the song that was played at your father's funeral that was um, the one he had requested. Oh, yeah. the uh, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Softly and Tenderly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So there I am walking with this car. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what the What heck? are you trying to do to me? <laughs> like, yeah. What in the world? Can I catch a break? So I... I, again, was caught off guard, and I'm welling up, walking through, you know, the craft store, and um, I understood completely why that got to me, just was not prepared for it, and that's not an uncommon hymn, church song, so it will happen again. Um, But again, it just started, it was just hard to miss up that very day, very day I get um, home, and I go to the mailbox. And I saved this for you. Okay. <laughs> because what? you know that little surprise from last week about fainting. Well, here's my little surprise. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> okay. It's an advertisement from a company which shall not be named, but really, because in the advertisement, which is advertised to your dad, it says, Sam, Trisha will be thrilled to receive the I Love You personalized diamond pendant that they want him to buy for me oh yikes it is in, it already has his name and mine printed on this letter it does weird and then on here if you read the little pendant to trisha signed sam already i loved you then i love you still i always have and always will. are you kidding me that's messed up <laughs> thank you i just was like it looks like he sent it to me <laughs> yeah and it's not right. Right. It's just it's one of the, not right. Why can't that company just say, "Hey guys, wouldn't your girl like this?" Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I know. That's really weird. It was hurtful. Yeah, I could see that. To me, and you know, I get it. It's advertising. Holiday seasons are coming up. Yeah. Maybe I should be prepared for it's this kind of at a, Valentine's yeah. Day. But I'm mad. Yeah, I would be mad too. I'm mad too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> it 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 feels personal because they put your own name on it. Yeah, and it's a gift they would have wanted your dad to buy for me. Right. Which he may have. You know what I mean? He may have. Sure. Seen maybe that. it's effective marketing. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, I I will. You know, keep it really PG. Sure, I know. But there are moments where you want to say, what in the world are you thinking to people of the cruelty of what can come across as they don't mean generic marketing sort of a thing. Yeah, Um, it's a. And I want to say, yeah, he might have bought that for me, but he's dead. Yeah, exactly. I'm mad. Yeah, I I understand that. I mean, it's not like. I don't know. Well, that's weird too. I don't know. I don't even know what company this is. Well, don't say I it. I won't say it. Somebody I might look them up online time. and buy it. <laughs> but, yeah. But if you know, I. It's just these little things that we we can't right. control or anticipate. Right. Um, I did. I went up to the cemetery, and took some you know new a new flower arrangement thing up there, and I was, I was mad, and I was mindful. Yeah. Oh, I was mad going in. <laughs> well aware how mad I was. I was aware. I wasn't um, unclear. 
as to being mad, but I got mad at your dad. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, if you're an angel in heaven, aren't you supposed to be helping? Why am I having these days? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> you. And it's sort of like things that even in life, when things got a little crazy and out of control, I could get mad at him and and he'd deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not your fault, but I'm so mad at you. <laughs> and you have like <laughs> almost a sounding board for your anger. Right. You know, your stress spills out somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Even after Into the Great Beyond, the poor man is having <laughs> yeah, to yeah, hear from me. Can't but, you do something about this? <laughs> why did you have him send that note? I find myself doing that too, where I get mad at things that I can't actually have anger like uh, there's no uh line to call uh and or anything to to just say like hey this is you know inappropriate or whatever or this pisses me off i mean you could yeah. with such a advertisement i suppose but like in general i i mean when when he had first passed i was mad at yeah i, I was mad at cancer. at cancer and then i felt silly so it's like i'm mad and i feel stupid because there's nothing yeah. to there was uh, nobody mad well and then yeah. so yeah i after 91 days I'm starting to want to pitch a tent in this anger phase. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm mindful of it. I'm mindful that I'm tired. I'm stressed. It's the holidays. Yeah. So, um, but I am, I'm actually, um, I'm not willing to leave here quite yet in this my angry town. I'm going to hang, I'm just going to hang in here. I, because what I'm aware of is that I... I'm used to giving myself a little message of, okay, now you know why you're mad, but let's kind of think of some good stuff and move on. Sure. And yeah. um, and I, I'm not saying I've sat around all week just, you know, throwing rocks at people's windows or stuff, <laughs> but but I, I'm going to own it right now. This is unfair. Right. I know what you mean, and it kind of goes back to like what we were talking about a little bit last, uh, the last few episodes even of, of just being like, like you were saying, if I get mad, I sort of tend to be like, okay, what is making me mad? What Try to rationalize it. or yeah, let's or, be logical and not be... Yeah, and let's move away from this Don't feeling. say something that you'll regret. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. Uh, but I am into that idea of like, no, it's okay to be mad. Like, it's like like you were saying, it. I almost feel like I have some unresolved uh, stuff in this, in this anger. Yeah phase of things so that idea of yeah like i'm gonna set up shop here for a second sort of figure out <laughs> yeah i'm gonna work through it and not yeah. sort of force myself to to get away from it right. because then we know it's not gone right we're just distracting ourselves from it but right. then in my in my at least in my cases it'll build and build yeah. and then i'm now i'm getting mad at at other you know yeah. places and it's not a uh a mood I like to have. No, no one does. No. Um, and I, no. I'm, I try to be aware of, of it when it's happening. But yeah, this week I was, uh, you know, I felt like I got the wind knocked out of my sails. I was a little down and out. Um, I, my, my goals of last week for doing the, the, the yard work and, and reading, uh, we did, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say excelled at, uh, we, <laughs> Katie and I did the, the yard work and stuff that today and it was nice and it was sure. fun. But the rest of the week I was like, no, I mean, yeah, I just don't I'm not feeling it. Reading the book, it's like that's fine, but I have other stuff on my mind. I'm I'm angry and I'm tired and I'm exactly just feeling like beat down. Uh, Thank you for saying that, because you know, if we're wrong, Matt, we're doing it together. Exactly. And two wrongs probably make it right. <laughs> yeah. 
It, if, yeah, yeah. It's a little well, less lonely. There, but. you know, that day where, um, you know, you come home, you you see the lovely ad for my Christmas present and uh, <laughs> go up to the cemetery, you know, which is totally sad. And then um, I came down and raked out 12 bags of leaves out of the backyard. So I, and cried at the same time. Yeah. And um, the neighbor lady, so sweet, leaned her head over and she goes, hey, you want help with your raking? No, no, I really think I'm good. Get back on your side, Michelle. <laughs> I'm dealing with something. <laughs> I know. Try not to make your voice sound angry or I'll have to go apologize because I'm not used to living in my van. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, thanks. I'm just, you know, I got this. Um, and and to say I do feel proud that the backyard is minus 12 bags of leaves yeah. and the front yard is minus 12 bags of leaves. Um, but, yeah, and it's no... I used to think mad equated to the you have to blame. Mm. I don't want to blame. I just am going to be mad. Yeah. I um, and that's okay. And I think that uh, I'm I'm going to believe it's okay. And I'm going to try to, you know, keep it in its place. But and I'm not going to walk around scaring people. <laughs> I hope, not yet. Well, from what I understand from uh, some of the things I've talked about with my therapist a little bit is um, uh, not so much with anger because I don't – that's a little more sporadic for me. Um, something that I deal with a lot is, is anxiety. I just am mm-hmm. sort of constantly working myself up over things before the fact kind of a thing. Um, but what we were talking about is is when it comes to things like that, like anxiety or anger or any of those things, when you – do that when you acknowledge that oh I'm that this is anger that I'm dealing with you're you're putting a name to this thing you're 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 actually uh, kind of you're not letting it control you because you're saying okay I'm acknowledging that this is what's going on and that moves it from one part of the brain to the other where you're actually uh, then giving yourself space to sort of work with it yeah. and 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 to to see it not just to be like. I'm mad, so I'm going to lash out and just, right. you know, look out kind of a thing. It's more yeah. of like, okay, I'm going to put a label on this, and this, this is, is anger, and that's okay, mm-hmm. and then working within it. And I think that's a – from you know, and same with anxiety and whatnot. I, I think it's a healthier thing to do to, to say, like, yeah, this is what but, I'm feeling, and I'm not going to move I own away it. from it. Exactly. Yeah, it is. I own it. I will. And that's what I kept feeling this week is I'm in pain. I am mad. And rather than try to, uh, you know, just move on, I thought, no, what? I'm, I'm going to lean into this. And, um, and the mad was actually good motivation to get outside in the backyard to work. Yeah. And um, and I, I, I mean, I hope that that is where – you know, doing this podcast that we're not, I'm not, I, I, I worry that, you know, this is not entertaining. This is, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> right. No, I know. You and mean. if you're entertained by this, what's wrong with you? No, I I know what you mean. It's uh, I don't want to just have <laughs> episodes of just bitterness. And, well, see you next week. But, <laughs> All uh, two of you yeah. who keep coming back. My goal this week is not to lash out at too many people. No, I, uh, but I think it's real. I mean, I think it's very, um, it's comforting to me to hear you say that you've also had a, a week where you were mad and that things were making you angry mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like I'm not wrong for having right. a similar week. 
Yeah. Well, um, I'm, you know, and I'm used to being able to to be a problem solver. Yeah, I know something what you mean. comes up, and my brain goes to, oh man, that kind of sucks. How am I going to fix it? Yeah. You know, um, thinking back last week about hooking up my own dryer. How did I fix it? Well, I fixed it. Um, so that's what I'm used to. There is no fix in this pain. Yeah. Which then makes me mad too, because I. But I have to. I think in realizing that this is pain that's not fixable, that is the solution sure. um, to my not suffering with it. Because it makes you, or because it, it just you... makes me mad to be helpless. <laughs> exactly, helpless and helpless to see my son, and 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 all of us suffer. Yeah, um, I'd love to fix it. Sure, same. The helplessness is the thing of like, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. But yeah, the way that I I, I feel wired is like. No, there has to be a solution sure. to this. I'm not great at playing the patience game. It's like, uh, I, yeah. I, I will be patient, and I, I, I have no choice but to keep going forward. But if it was left to my own devices or whatever, I would really like a, a solution to, to, to be like, okay, now I've taken care of my pain, and I can move forward with other things. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I think the solution really is to, to live in it. <laughs> I mean, to... It to, is. To... Uh, it is. But not not pretend it's not there, not act like it's, you know, you know, maybe the, something I do is I'll try to convince myself over and over like, okay, today's better than yesterday. Even if it doesn't necessarily feel better than yesterday, yeah. it's well, like, oh, a new day, sun's yeah. up, you know, new opportunities. Yeah. And well, it's like kind of the, and I love the, the, is it Vince Lombardi, kind of the quotes, those self-motivators yeah, yeah. and the, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have them on the wall in my own room. But there are, there are just some times that you have to say, it is a new day. And my old pain is probably going to come with me today. That's okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to just put you in my purse and we're going to go about my day. And, yeah. and that's all right. Trying to pretend it's not uh, there. And, you yeah. know, and I'm just, that's new thinking for me. It, it, not defeatist thinking. Yeah. But new thinking in it's not fixable. Mm-hmm. I can't take care of you. Or your brothers, in a way that fixes it. But in my, um, am in, I gonna cry through this entire <laughs> podcast? Good night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay if you do. It's okay. That's I, I, one of the things I love about doing this podcast with you is, you know, it gives us, you and I, an excuse to just sit down and talk about yeah. how things are going, and it's emotional, and it's not gonna stop being emotional because it's our well, feelings and it's our lives, and it's, and we, it's vulnerable. Yeah. And for me, I, I kind of have this feeling of like, you know, I think everybody does. I think everybody has that feeling of one day we're we're going to, everyone's going to die. We have this sort of, in my head, I have this, uh, you know, I'm like, well, I got to, I got to nip this sadness thing in the bud because I only have, I have a numbered amount of, of, right. of years, you know. Right. Uh, but so I have this pressure, I feel this pressure on myself to be like, okay, get over this because you got a, a lot of life that you right. have to fill like, with all yeah. these great things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when really that, I think that it's easier said than done, but I do think that that journey is the whole thing of being like, I think you, life could be a little more fulfilling if we do take that time to say like, okay, I'm mad yeah. and I'm going to be mad and yeah. I don't have to get over it. Right. You know, like we've been talking about, there's no getting over this pain. Yeah. It's just what we now carry with us. Yeah. And I think it would make more of a fulfilling life I hope to to say okay I spent a good amount of time in that pain enough that I can now carry it with me but use it right. for productive purposes yeah 
Uh, I mean, I, I hope. I tell myself that. Um, and some days it does feel that way. Well, and then and you get the you get swept off under your feet, and it's like, well, shit, here we go. Well, have you ever met people or admired people that are just so cool? Just the neatest people in the world. And then you find out later that they've gone through hard stuff. Yeah. And it probably helped form them, evolve them into being maybe that really cool person. Um, they didn't ask for it. Yeah. And um, that kind of stuff. I, w- I just wonder, as we evolve with this, mm-hmm. through our journey of life, um, how it will, we'll never know. Another path, but yeah. but I have to believe it's going to make us, um, I think it already has made us more thoughtful, maybe more sure. well, uh, sympathetic or empathetic. Probably a little, you know, maybe there's some wisdom that comes with suffering. Sure. There's like, oh, you know, there's, uh, and I think there's strength in knowing that you're hurting, but also continuing on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know what you mean about like when you, I'll, I'll interact with people all the time and I'm like, oh, you seem like you don't have a care in the world. Uh, and I, I think more often than anything, I think a lot of people see other people. I'm sure I, I meet people and I feel that way and mm-hmm. they could just as easily probably be thinking a bit of thinking yeah. the same about me yeah. because I'm putting up the you know the the mask mm-hmm. I want to wear that in yeah, that situation yeah. of of oh yeah it's good to see yeah. you at this party yeah. a but like uh, it almost would be nicer if in polite conversation you could be like what's really like messing you up today because, <laughs> right. as I walk yeah. around the craft store tears <laughs> in my eyes to a song with my nose running you know yeah. but no you just breathe through it <laughs> yeah because exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah that's not <laughs> that that wouldn't be me yet. Right. Like if it was... Or ever, I hope. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like, who's the fetal position crying at Joanne? Who's that, <laughs> know, who's right? that on the floor? Oh. <laughs> Lady over by the Christmas <laughs> yeah. foliage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just walk around aisle yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah. But sympathetic people should all cl- right, cloud. Yeah. Just almost, crowd in would, aisle eight. <laughs> it would just be nice if society was like, all right. All Assistance right. needed. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean up. <laughs> that that song got to several of mm-hmm. you. If you would all go to Ily, I know. Yeah, I know. It's um, Matt always talking to you just does make me feel better, and I I wonder, you know, I know our we're the only ones talking, but there are people listening. I I do hope that that in hearing us, um, that we bring comfort to others too, who might think. Oh my gosh! Same. I am so mad. Oh, same. And we've gotten some really nice responses yeah. already. Um, one of the ones that st- sticks out to me that really kind of opened my eyes about things to grief was we got a message. Um, we don't won't name any names or no, anything, of but like uh, um, one of the listeners wrote in and saying that they had recently. Uh, I can't even remember the whole message. She was she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and was losing her eyesight mm-hmm. and was grieving the loss of her her sight. Her, yeah. her thing. and it opened my eyes to be like, okay, grief's not just. Death. Oh, I lost my dad. I lost somebody. I'm grieving. It's it's no. loss of it's loss of life. It's loss of quality of life. It's, it's loss of like. Well, it's loss of um, our our belief that we are young and invincible. Because this this young lady that wrote in is young and healthy, and just living a great life um, of doing what she loves. And she mourns now because she worries: Do I even have the energy 
to do what I want to do. Yeah. And it was nothing she did herself. Uh, it is something now that she gets to live with every single day of the wonder and the worry. And then day to day, but then you look down the road years to years where different different issues, different kinds of grief. But, you know, with, with my own husband passing, I know I can't say the worst happened. Hmm. We're living in the aftermath of it. But I do know that uh, that for years to come, this lady will, will always have be living with a condition she didn't live with before exactly and yeah. and her journey through grief will be different than ours but like you were saying you know like i think our first episode there's no all loss is valid all it's grief is valid. All valid there's nobody gets to claim that i won the olympics of grief today yeah 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 because they are different based upon why we're grieving yeah and, and something i've noticed as well that uh i actually like uh this is something that you actually sent me a video of too is the idea of when um, I think it was from Megan Devine, mm-hmm. uh, who we brought up a few times on the thing, uh, the podcast. Yeah, um, one of my friends sent that one to me after hearing the podcast. It was yeah. really kind of, it's really neat how this community is working around. And that. it's about that idea of uh, when you see somebody grieving or, or, or hurting, your natural inclination might be to try to comfort them or try mm-hmm. to give them uh, reprieve from that sadness, when really what's most comforting often is to acknowledge that somebody's in that sadness and give them space to to feel okay about it or to, or to uh, talk about it if they'd like or just know that it's okay that you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Um, because something I deal with or uh, have, have seen a, a bit of is after dad has passed, people will come up to me and they'll preface it with saying like, you know, my grief's nothing compared to your grief. And which, you know, you almost want to be like, it's, it's exactly this. Grief is grief. Different varying levels, absolutely. No two the same. But yeah. yours is just as valid as mine. But I think there's almost this like inclina- like pull to be like, oh, you're going through something? Let me tell you about something I'm going through I too know. because it's like, uh, it's nice to, to say like... It's how I want to connect. Exactly. And it's like, I'm hurting, you're hurting. This is not something that normally we would just be talking about. Right. But... Uh, <laughs> I have to laugh. <laughs> we have a little gal who lives across the street. Oh, yeah. And... um. And she, she, she walks. She's a walker. She's always outside walking. And she would come up to me yeah. and to you, all of you boys, as oh, she, she would, would come to the she house. She would wait at the window. To come. And, She's and, a character. And, oh, we sure. love her. Yeah, yeah. Love, love, love her. Uh, and she would come out to visit about what was going on um, with dad, especially there in the last few months. And she would always say, people will tell you that they know how you feel, but they don't. I do. I do know. And, <laughs> and you look at her and, and you're like, oh, and you, you yeah, acknowledge, yeah. yes, you do. Yeah. No, and, no I do. do. And it's like, I understand where she's coming from. <laughs> she just wants to know that we, she wants us to know that she is that with us. In tune with that feeling. And it's, uh, it's very appreciative, but it's also like. I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you know how I'm feeling, get back in your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. And I always say that because I know that she doesn't do podcasting. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, um, you know, we do want to take away each other's pain. We Nobody wants somebody to hurt. And I, one of the, the coolest people in my life is two and a half years old. And she's my granddaughter. Yeah. And she can bang her finger on on something, you know, she's walking by and hit her finger on a wall or a toe, as you know. And she'll say, ah, 
owie, get the Band-Aid box. Because you put a Band-Aid on something and it's fixed yeah. when you're two and a half. And her little Band-Aid box is like this little tiny lunch box in an aerial mermaid uh, <laughs> little thing. And they're cute Band-Aids. And it makes her happy. But if you apply that to what we're um, talking about with adult grief... There isn't a happy aerial band-aid. Right. But boy, wouldn't people love that? I oh, know. I yeah. would love that. If I could just stick a band-aid on you and, and you wouldn't have bad dreams anymore. Or, yeah. Um, but what I will do as your mother and your friend is say, you know, tell me. I'm here. Exactly. And I'll cry with you. And say, yeah, that sucks. Well, I messaged you after that, that dream. Yeah. After you sent me that video, I was like, yeah, I had this dream. And, you know, and. And even your message back of like yesterday was my really yeah. my really sad day. I've had similar texts with Sam yeah. and I've talked to Eric and stuff about it too. It's like just saying like, oh yeah, I had one of those too, and right. it's just like okay, I, at least I, this still hurts, but I'm not alone. Right, right. And, and um, it's really the best thing I think you can do for someone who's hurting is it's just like I hear you, I feel you, yeah, uh, yeah. And what you're feeling is valid. Yeah, yeah. So my anger at this little Christmas present thing was valid. Yeah. A hundred percent valid. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I already have my own opinions on, you know, the capitalist world that we live in and the, the marketing and sure. and all this stuff and, and stuff. And it's one of those things like, of course, they didn't know that dad had passed. Or, well, let's assume. But in well, my madness, I, I think. Like, well, in my head, I'm like, if they, if they know both your names, they should do a little more digging. <laughs> Maybe research. Yeah, but in the newspaper. Well, now that say. I've sprung that one on you today I can throw it away because just because I was mad I didn't even want to throw it away I wanted to hold on to it and keep looking at it because I um why not if I'm gonna live in this mad for a while it's yeah it's just like keep the fuel can't I just try to heal without the world around me reminding me of of everything week um I also received a survey from the hospice company that we worked with for several months this summer and I couldn't have loved the hospice. Yeah. It's it's an experience you never want anyone to have to go through. What was the name? Was it Heart and Home? Health Heart and Home. Home. If you're in the Idaho area, I don't yeah. know how far they extend yeah. out. Seriously. Heart, it was Heart and Home. Heart and Home. Could not and recommend them more. we had the group out of Caldwell, Idaho, and could not be more more happy with them. So, Because I think that there are hospice groups that are not as great. Yeah. But... That's and that's how we found our hospice group was actually recommended in a doctor's office. I mean, I just said, who would if this was your husband, who would you call? Yeah, and there we go. And that was the hardest and best decision of the end of your dad's life was to make sure we had the support we needed. Yeah. That being said, on the other end of it, they are a business, and they there a survey was sent out. You know, after three months. Yeah. And. Not that they would know of that course. I'd already had right. this kind of a week. And so there I am sitting and I want and filling out, you know, as you think back about your uh, you know, the patient's yeah. um, care. Did you ever kind of things and you know, you answer. And again, top notch, gave them all great answers, but it gave me the uh, opportunity or the <laughs> <laughs> the experience of the reliving exper- of all those living it. Yeah. Um, and and it, I, I don't know. It was just hard, and it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, especially with, with something like that too. For me, that almost feels like, oh, the hospice people have assumed that three months is now, or however many months <laughs> yeah. is enough. I've, I I've, <laughs> I've, yeah, 
I've, I've moved enough, so there's yeah. almost that, you know, there's that kind but of... But if they wait two years, then you're not, you're, you're you know, maybe your answers little, aren't as useful as to them. But so it's also like a, you kind of get that... I'm not fashion, I'm just yeah. saying. But there's that feeling of, like, society pushing, I don't know, for me, it's like... They must think I'm okay to be able to sit through this right now. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and I was. For with sure. The, with the help of a little alcohol, <laughs> a, little, a little wine, and, um, yeah, and it wasn't... Well, I'll say a little wine, and it wasn't nighttime. <laughs> We're talking about, um, just really briefly before we started the mm-hmm. podcast, um, of some of the things that we found, of course, that lead. I mean, we're in pain, but being tired is harder. It's just harder to not suffer when when you're tired. Yeah. So this year, when everybody comes over to decorate this Christmas tree, um, it, it may be 9.30 in the morning. Sure. Because I, we're I mean, not going to be tired <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. And um, so for for me, and uh, and you talked as well, we're just uh-huh. trying to keep things um, in the, in the, at the part of the day in where the light you of are the day. fresh and, and that you're able to. Well, it's true. I, I mean, I, I haven't done enough yeah. looking into the, you know, seasonal affective disorder or whatever it's called of, of the thing in the winter time, sure, the, you know, I always refer to it as the winter blues. You know, you just kind of get sad yeah, in the winter. Like, yeah. it's uh, for me, it's one of those things. Like, I, I will be getting off work between four thirty and five, and it's like, oh, the sun's already setting. Yeah. And is there something just about darkness about nighttime? I don't know if it's like makes you more vulnerable or if there's just something less. Well, I think it's it's really part of how our bodies, um, yeah, whatever that yeah. lizard brain yeah. that has yeah. evolved has sort of a. See, I don't huh? mind. I don't mind dark. I, I like yeah. that. I don't mind rain and clouds. I like that. I, For sure, I sunshine that. is easier. You know, emotionally, I enjoy all of that. But t- it does kind of lend your brain to think I should be getting tired now. I need to be winding down now. Yeah, yeah. Something I'll get into. It's actually one of my my. I guess I'll save it to talk about. But what my goal for this week, uh, just to touch on is is regarding that where it's like. Uh, I'll fight myself. I mean, I have since I can remember to be like, I'm tired. It's like, no, it's only eight o'clock. You can't go to bed yet. <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things where, and then when it gets dark so early, it's like, oh, I've ran out of time for today, even though you can still do stuff at night. And I, I like nighttime as well, but it's... Uh, can I tell you a funny story you just reminded me of? Yeah. Although it's like smack dab in the middle of your goal. No, no. We're but- not at goals yet. We're not to the goal portion. When you were a little guy, I mean, Matthew's eyes just kind of rolled like, oh, Oh, I've heard. No, I've heard. And, you know, a year ish, you'd be rocking, you're getting ready to go to sleep at night. You you didn't want to go to sleep so bad, you would like stick your finger in your eye and make yourself cry. You can't be. I don't know. I'm still like, I I don't stick my finger in my eye, but I am so stubborn about I I don't yeah continue continue no I am just saying I know, I've heard stories about me passing out face first and a like and food oh and, and stuff oh you and would the, you it, would you would try to fight it so bad and then your face we have pictures of your face in the mashed potatoes <laughs> but um yeah we would turn your head to one side before the rest of us continued for, the, not really yeah from the like, dinner <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't die in the in the ketchup turn him to the side um, no I I do this thing and I think there's I. It actually comforts me to know that I've been like this forever, and I'm not just like weird. But like, uh, I didn't say it wasn't weird. It is. I, well, I feel a little weird where I get to this thing of, I in my head, I think it's that that feeling of, I got 
this life, I have to fill it with stuff yeah. to the point where it's like, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, it's 8.30, but that I have a couple more hours that I could be working on this or doing this uh, because I feel like there's this pressure to, to accomplish things that I have. And yeah. a lot of that weight I put on myself or whatever, but I fight the urge when my body is like, hey, you would probably benefit from going to bed right now, <laughs> getting more than seven hours of sleep yes. or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, nope, stubborn. Yeah, I, I think you came by that not from <laughs> yeah. not from your mother, but I, yeah. I know that your dad was absolutely that way. Um, a busy person, always puttering. That was his word, puttering, getting yeah. things done. Um, Even though the moments I look forward to the most are the ones that I can do nothing. Yes. I love relax even yeah. if even if i'm sacrificing sleep for just time to like watch tv or right. something to unwind, unwind enjoy whatever show. it is yeah. but yeah i know dad always was like that dad was uh i would always make me like frustrated when we were younger and like watch a movie and he'd get up halfway through i'm like oh this is the good part <laughs> <laughs> but, he'd be out working in the yard never yeah. did really watch a whole nfl football game anything yeah. like that kind of come through see the scores but yeah for him it was about getting things done for sure so yeah, you'd come by that, whereas, you know, me. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that just enjoying life is is the, where we all start and go from there. I think that's a, yeah, for sure. And, that, you know, uh, it's something I really enjoy about um, what we've been touching on and just in general stuff I've talked about in therapy uh, is the, uh, I love that idea of uh, of finding calm in the just in the day not feeling like okay it's two o'clock now i got something to do at five and you know i just like it i'm just constantly thinking not in in the moment that i'm in but it's like okay i have to be here i'm already wherever my next Mm -hmm. thing is kind Mm -hmm. of a thing and like uh i think there's something very it's a practice and i think there's diligence that involves in it but that feeling of like just calm and content with the moment and what you're doing it's like a, a wonderful goal of place to get to but you've always struck me as someone who was easier I know we both deal with like anxiety and stuff, sure. but you've uh, always, uh, to me, at least seems like can appreciate a moment uh, when it comes. Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever tried meditation? I've tried it. I've tried it, um, and it's one of those things too. It's just a, a a practice sort of a thing. If I'm more diligent about it, I've uh-huh. tried it and liked it. I'll say there's the uh, Headspace app. I think it's free. Um, but like uh, the yeah, I think there's a lot to to it. Have you tried it? Well, no, and it was recommended to me, and I am a person who um, I don't know exactly. I know what my uh, impression of what it is uh-huh. is, but um, so. For me, I feel like I need to go to a bookstore and look up meditation for dummies <laughs> and figure out what is it exactly. Because if I'm going to do it, I want to do it correctly. I can I can show you the app uh, that's uh, it, it does like guided meditation. So it there's a there's like serene sounds or whatever, and there's kind of this calming voice that's like that kind of just guides you through how, how to get started. Um, yeah, show that to me. I yeah. Do you think that that is something that would help me? be mindful absolutely absolutely yeah. uh yeah meditation um there's a lot of different things i'm no expert in it but the there's a lot of different things that we can do um to to help our minds get into a mm-hmm. comfortable place to um be, just be more in control sure. of, of what we're allowing our thoughts you know or um 
you can't still the mind, but you can sort of through I think training it um, help build pathways to um, your thoughts and mm-hmm. and your being able to sort things out and unpack things without it feeling very overwhelming, which a lot of times for me it is. You know, trying to like why am I anxious all the time? And then I just get in a big jumbled mess in my sure. head. And I think meditation and things like that are very uh, helpful aids in in being able to allow your your brain, your body, your mind to, to uh, have a space that you can. And it's in the moment, things. being still in the moment. And... Yeah, I've had moments where I almost almost laugh because I, I get so worked up over things. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about the future, about things that aren't even real or there. It feels silly to the point where I'm just like alone in a room. I'm physically a person who's alone in a room. Yeah. In a moment. But my head is so everywhere else right. that it's like I almost have to laugh to be like, what are you doing? And then and that's nice, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's all practice, I think, with that stuff. And, uh, you know. Well, like, as a a woman in growing, growing up and, and coming along through to my journey to this point, um, you know, having a full-time job, raising a family, it just there wasn't time for meditation. There wasn't quiet for meditation. If I was being quiet and meditating, one of you kids would have been doing something. Right. Right. And so, and then by the time everybody was very true, I was, you know, probably trying to do the dishes, the laundry and getting lunches packed for the next day. So I did. I'm so now at this point in my life, retired, um, having time, I would love to explore some things that, um, might just, Give me more information about Absolutely. my Absolutely. I think that's a fantastic journey. idea. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, the the sort of age we're living in now with information being so accessible and, and people talking, I think talk about mental health and mental awareness and mm-hmm. stuff is uh, – I'm hearing about it more than I ever paid attention to if it mm-hmm. was being talked about uh, growing up or, mm-hmm. or when – you know, in your journey, too. I, I don't know how yeah. often it was talked about, the, um. the idea of, you know, mental health and – Yeah, uh, no treating it that way. So I think now there's a lot of resources and a lot of talk about how important it is to take care of our mind as much as it is to, you know, take care of our bodies mm-hmm. or anything, because it really does, uh, it, it can be very exhausting to feel like we have to, you know, stick to that status quo that is arbitrary in its own self, yeah. but it's like, uh, and learning yeah. more about our selves as humans and humanity, maybe, Maybe I can avoid feeling the panic of being an alone person. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little satellite going around a moon somewhere by myself. And, yeah. And, and I don't mean like lonely or that I don't have close-knit family and close-knit friends and things. I don't want to say I'm alone and that make it feel like somebody let me down. It's not that. Of course. It's, it's just that the realization of each one of us is, in a way, our own entity here. We're all on our own journey yeah. Yeah. forging our own stories certainly and so yeah it's it's definitely it's a a very personal yeah. experience but yeah. i can see where yeah not like you are not that you're void of anybody being around right but you're the only one you can really yeah you have you know well at the end of the day if there's a decision to be made it's not going to be that i had to compromise with anybody you know yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day i am uh single um, and there are people who really love that. Yeah. I may find that that's great. Yeah, uh, it's just so different than where I've been. Um, that 
that it's a, a transition totally that, that I'm making. And, um, but that's one of the, the big reasons that I was so happy that you were interested in doing this podcast and stuff because I'm, I, you know, it's, cause it's, that's a scary place that you have to be in to be like, to have built this life with family and, and kids and this house and your career and stuff to now being retired and, and with losing dad, it's like, I don't know. It's, I want to say fascinating sounds like almost voyeuristic, but it's like, no. it's, it's just like, but that's a nice word for it. It, it is. Cause it's like, I, it's in a way you're going through a lot of change. It, I mean, we all are. The positive word for it would be exhilarating even yeah. of an opportunity to, to move forward in any way I want. Yeah. Um, the opposite side of that is it's holy, holy crap. crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many ways to do this wrong that I would just prefer to be in the fetal position under my kitchen table. Yeah. Um, and so somewhere between that and <laughs> exactly. exhilarating. The balance, the balance. It's a balance. Um, and I want to be a sensitive person too. I don't want to um, have, I mean, your my kids, you boys is, uh, relationship with me as a mom son relationship but as we've become we've as we've grown up <laughs> well, I was, seriously I'm, we have but you boys have definitely grown up and i'm grown up um it's also a friendship mm-hmm. and it's a, a level of uh support exactly that is adult um we found ourselves in some really like uncharted territory where that yeah. the line of um oh this is something i go to mom and dad for or something there was there there wasn't really a precedent of uh, now uh, what? Of like, yeah, okay. Oh, they've dealt with moms dealt with losing dad before. How do I talk to her about? <laughs> right, no, no, it's something we all New stumbled into and being like, oh wow. So I don't, I don't want to rock you kids' boat, you know, by making tons of bizarre. Well, you hear about people who go out and do the most bizarre yeah. things, um, and I don't want to do bizarre things. That's not my character yeah. to do bizarre things. But I could see. In some months down the road, I'd like to do some things that I don't know. Not, I, I'm not going to jump out of an airplane. I was just about to say, you about to jump no, out of an no, airplane, No, Mom? baby, I'm not. But, <laughs> um, and I probably won't scuba dive because I'm kind of afraid of fish. So other than that, well, or and birds, birds so birds that would be the skydiving. <laughs> uh, there are some things. but No, I think as long know, as... I don't a... know, but I don't want to disappoint you guys. And I don't want to rock your worlds in a negative way but I don't want to say no to myself if I have an interest exactly. because I'm afraid because I have to give you all more credit than that too you For guys sure. are really good people who would probably say yeah it's my mom taking a, <laughs> yeah. take, got on the Amtrak train out of uh, Portland exactly. and ended up in- if, unless you were doing something that uh, seemed to put you in imminent danger uh, <laughs> I, I don't see how any of us wouldn't support you Right, but uh but no, it's it's definitely it's a I don't know, it's big world, scary world. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I get scared of it all the time. Yeah. But uh no, and Yeah. I don't know. I, but we'll keep uh, you know, that's how we are. Pressing forward and we'll yeah. we'll see. I, yeah. you know. I know. I mean right now, we're going to live in the mad of, <laughs> of, it, of it. Thank you cuz um mad I'm mad. I am mad at the injustice. Of this situation mm-hmm. and how I feel helpless and I feel mad. 
I do too. And I think I'm going to sit with that for a while. And I think that's if, you know, like we say every episode and we'll continue to say we are not mental health experts, but I think that is the move. I think that's the the move to do because it's, it, you're not going to do yourself any benefits by shying away from it or pretending no. it's not there. No. Um, no. Yeah. But uh, in our mad this week, mom, do you have any goals that would, uh, that you're, that you're looking to? Well, you know, after talking to you, I think maybe um, I will get that app from you about meditation. Um, That's not the same thing as having to, like, fold my legs up in the yoga position. That's yoga. Yeah. That's different. Meditation meditation. and yoga are very different. Uh, Okay. I think a lot of people – so this is where I'm not (laughs) – I'm not an expert, but I know know that (laughs) that they're two different things. But I do think that's one of those things, too, that's like uh, they do kind of go hand in hand. Um, as like a practice mm-hmm. sort of a thing. Um, but no, meditation is, is, uh, is I think about trying to create stillness mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, there's different kinds of meditation right. for different things, but no, you're not gonna have to be contorting yourself to uh, anything. Well, you know, there's no, you know, being flexible. is not a bad thing. It's a good exercise. Um, but like, um, like I almost got trapped behind the dryer last week. I don't want to be in some position and have to call 911. But we also um, have a family gathering. We have Thanksgiving this uh, week. Yeah. I am, uh, your dad was the turkey meister. Um, so although I could make every other dish at Thanksgiving, your dad was the turkey guy. So I am, uh, I got a, I got an 18 pound turkey there in the fridge and um I just hope it comes off okay and that my mad doesn't come out on that poor bird <laughs> or that people show up at Thanksgiving ready to be thankful for something and I'm just in a snit. But um, if I am, I'm going to own it. Exactly, and, exactly. And then we will, um, by owning it, I think that I can actually move off of the being a jerk about it. For sure. That's I, not my intention. Something that, I'm, uh, that I want to work on uh, just in general is that idea of not feeling like you have to appease the, the room after appease everything around you that it is okay that if you're mad you don't I don't have to pretend like I'm not I don't have to lash out or be like a jerk right. but I it's okay that I can be mad I have to work on it that's one of the things that's very much easier said than done for me um, but yeah just being like I don't have to pretend like I'm anything that I'm not just so it makes everyone else more comfortable yeah uh, even though, but how the, do mad people who aren't offensive act? I don't. I because don't know. really, in my brain, when people are mad, those are the folks that came storming into the the office when I was principal of the school. Yeah, mad about something really else, and and that stress blew mm. out on the principal, and that's not how I want to treat people. Yeah, because anger is one thing, and then anger management is its own thing as well. How you deal with that anger or, oh, or that's place true. it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I agree. I agree. I when I think of someone who's mad, I think of someone who's yelling or behaving erratically i'm like well, okay I, how do i not do that but still I'm allow myself to, think, to be mad how can mad how can matthew be mad at thanksgiving and us still uh, like pass the potatoes yeah i don't know yeah. here's your potatoes yeah. no. check me a handful son <laughs> yeah, i don't know um but my my goal for this week is to listen to my body when it's tired um not not fight uh even if that just means go lay down read my book uh which uh I, I started. Uh, I'm I didn't, proud of you. Uh, that was my my goal was to start it. I didn't get too far, yeah. but it's there. But if I'm tired, lay down. Don't make it seem like no, you have to be awake and doing things, 
or else you're wasting time. It's like, no, I don't think it's a waste of time to allow your body the rest that it is kind of calling for. Sure. Um, so yeah, just to, I don't know, exercise almost that patience with myself to be like, it's okay to go to bed right now. Mm-hmm. If it, if it means you wake up feeling better tomorrow and take care of yourself. You, exactly. Take care. So, uh, uh, setting a, not like I'm not going to set a bedtime, but I'm just going to listen to myself, <laughs> uh, and, and just try to get the sleep that I've been maybe, uh, hesitant to, sure. to allow. Good. Yeah. That sounds like a I very good pretty plan. decent goals. Meditation, yeah, so. sleeping. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, though, it's just really always good to check in and touch base with you because, um, I don't feel as alone in the journey when I can touch base with another guy whose journey started in grief the same day mine did. Exactly, yeah. And to know um, that that we're still on the same path. And although I think in the beginning I might have thought trajectory to finish line, uh-huh. now 91 days later, um, it's it, that my, my impressions of what this is yeah. have changed. Yeah, our, our lives changed. Uh, on the same day yeah. and and a thing and that's something that I do think while maybe this week I felt a little like the rug had been pulled out and I was caught off guard to look back at how these 13 weeks have been and say like how much more of an understanding of grief I have or how much more of a maybe empathetic approach I have to mm-hmm. to all forms of grief it's you know we haven't done nothing with this time right. And I'm, I'm proud of what we're doing. I, I love it. I love being able to catch up with you and do this. And I would so encourage anyone listening who have their own stories of grief, um, similar t- to the one about a, a, a diagnosed autoimmune uh, disease condition, yeah. um, or or similar to ours, or, or dissimilar from anything that we've talked about, yeah. I'd love to hear it because um, it just builds understanding. I and think, a sense of, sense of community. Sure. Of... of like and maybe what we're learning is that that that's sort of the backbone of just understanding one another and knowing that there are others out there that aren't judging us and um, that are understanding us too yeah and we, we, yeah absolutely like you said we would love to hear from you um, with any of your stories anything you're going through it's a you can reach us at dealing with it pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, yeah it's a completely judgment free just wide open uh, if you have something that you feel compelled to share with us we are 100 percent want to hear it from you absolutely um yeah and, and let us know if, if you would like us to share uh on the podcast we right. won't say your name we won't absolutely. you know anything but just that uh it well does... that you would trust us because what we know is how vulnerable these stories are i mean it makes people feel to share those and that we're honored to yeah. hear uh from you that we are yeah. You know, we 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 hold those things pretty close. I mean, we close to our hearts. We know we don't take that trust easy. for granted. No, um, but no, and and we just thank you again so much for listening yeah. to us. We're yeah. five episodes in now, which is awesome. It is, Matt, and I I am um, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, well, this yeah. will be a big week, and big we week will Thanksgiving. Uh, Yeah, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yes. Until then, we'll keep Keep dealing dealing with it. it.